Hello and welcome to all, and thank you for joining us for Straight Talk, where we talk about today's issues, news, sports, and health for everyone. I'm your host, Leroy, and thanks for joining us today. And thank you for all your support, and thank you for your continued support that you give us. On today's episode, we're being covering the week's events and issues, as well as some health for everyone. So, as always, I look at my little news break app to see what is going on. But I didn't have to do that today to see the latest um, stuff that's happening, I guess you would say. I just noticed on the, because my family had the local news on. Not that we're in Colorado, but it was one of the things that came up. So at least five dead in LGBTQ nightclub shooting in Colorado. The police said a suspect who wasn't, who was also injured and has been taken into custody there, the nightclub said to have adverse by senseless attack on its community. This also reminds us of what happened in Florida when the same situation happened on a similar nightclub. At least five people were killed and 18 injured late Saturday night in a shooting at the LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs. The police said earlier Sunday morning, a police spokeswoman said that the investigation was only beginning and that number of victims was subject to change. The injuries were... The injured were taken into several local hospitals, she said. Her details of police received an in internal call about the shooting at the nightclub at 11.57 p.m., said the Lieutenant Pamela Castro, Castro. The Colorado Springs Police Department spokeswoman officer entered the club and took into custody a person whom they believed to be the gunman. The suspect was also injured and was being treated at a local hospital in the lieutenant Castro said the FBI said that there was also involved there was also involvement in the investigation and several Colorado lawmakers on command of the shooting that happened at the nightclub. In the statement on Facebook page, the club Q said it was devastated by the senseless attack on its community. And the club added, We thank the quick um, reaction and heroic heroism of all the people who seduced the, seduced, seduced the gunman, that's a tongue twister, and helped the police to take him into custody. The shooting at the Club Q had echoed of the 2016 mass at the Plush, a gay nightclub in Orlando, Florida. Oh, it was Orlando. I knew it was Florida, but I didn't know. I, I, want, I wanted to say Orlando, but I wasn't too sure. Killing 49 people and wounded 53 after the... Um, proclaimed allegations to the Islamic State terrorist group. So, oh, Colorado Springs and the city of about 500,000 people south of Denver is Republican stronghold and for decades was a center for controversy Christian efforts to pause law, limitation the rights of gay people. It has been home for a number of religious leaders with national platforms who have condemn homosexuality at that at the same time the city has a long had had a long small but vigilant lgbtq community that supports a landfill of this remarkable nightclub so the investigation begins to see what was the reasoning behind the actual shooting and we have a little twitter post from the fbi the fbi is providing assistance to the Colorado Springs Police Department in which they alleged the agency, which he alleged the shooter, 
the agency will give all efforts and help to the um, Colorado Police Springs Police Department. The nightclub, about seven million outside, showed downtown Colorado Springs had scheduled a, ma- a musical drag drag brunch for a Sunday morning on Sunday evening. It was uh, and Sunday evening, it was planned to be celebrated Transgender Day of the Re- Remembrance with a vig- um, variety of gender identity and performance styles at 8 p.m. The show, the attack let late Saturday, brought terror into the place. That was for many visitors a refuge to be themselves and to embrace their personalities. The Colorado um, nightclub will not be holding the scheduled brunch. The attack was lead target on the gay nightclub scene as well as the gay LGBTQ community. The in 2016, the gunman killed 46 people and wounded 43 pl- at the plush. A crowd of gay nightclub goers in Colorado and Orlando. Colorado and Orlando looks a little bit alike. Um, Orlando, Florida, in the second deadliest mass shooting in American history, the gunman pled, alleg- um, pled allegiance to the Islamic State militant group called for the 9-11 terrorist attacks. So there you have it. A little bit of a crazy situation there, if you will. Um, I don't know. It's just getting a little bit crazier by the building, by the minute, I mean. But um, mass shootings and chaos all over the place, I guess. Uh, let me see here. So we have, this is something I wrote during the week that um, I found pretty interesting. It was um, Starbucks employees who decided to protest because Starbucks is trying to do a, um, what do you call it, union, which has been going on for quite a long time. So there's more than 200 um, people in Starbucks who decided to go on strike the other day. Starbucks workers are in the center of one of the most highly publicized labor movements in recent history after the coffee giant saw its first pro-union vote at the outpost in Buffalo in 2021, per AP News. Um, The baristas across the country mobilized around the union representatives as well as followers who are supporting the baristas and workers of Starbucks. Um, Mobilized around union representatives as well as workers. between Starbucks HQ, whose efforts distant employees from hitching their wages and work with the union. So uh, basically they're saying Starbucks is against the unionization of its workers, which, you know, they're just trying to get, I think it's an effort around the country. Things keep going up, and, you know, prices of things keep going up, but the salaries don't. And maybe this is their last-ditch effort to, you know, have a job that they truly enjoy doing and they're good at and trying to get paid properly so they can make a living. Because, honestly, it feels like these days the owners and the managers and stuff like that of all these places, well, not all the managers, but the higher-ups, I guess you would say better, are the ones who are making all the money and all the progress and the people that are doing all the work are the ones that are suffering because you can't, 
you're living paycheck to paycheck, if that, and you're scrimping and saving and cutting corners just to try to make it. So, you know, I guess this is just another, you know, company or members of the company who are trying to bring in a union to try to get better wages and get better stuff going. I mean, it's a multi-billion dollar business, Starbucks. So it's kind of, you know, something that if it was unionized would probably hurt their profit margin. But guess what? You got to pay the people if you expect them to work for you. And this is the problem around, like I said, everything's going up, but the salaries are not. They raise the minimum wage in many, many states, many in the United States. I mean, they raise the wages in a lot of the states, but guess what? It's just not good enough. We can't live like this and, you know, expect to have a good living and a good life for our families if we just keep moving along with this and doing this stuff. Um, CNN reported that upwards to 2,000 Starbucks employees across 112 stores have rallied together for a one-day strike today. On, uh, that will this was from the other day on November 17th with support from Workers United. This is to show them that they're not playing around and they want to pro-union workers. Tyler K. Um, Clean told the outlet, "We're done with their anti-union um, rhetoric." And we're ready to start bringing in the unions. The, the strict condolence of the coffee company's annual Red Cup Day, which baristas reusable red cups to customers who order certain re, um, reward-friendly drinks, was the day of the union strike. So when their holiday cups were coming out, the workers striked. I mean, honestly... That's one of the best days from site. If you ever noticed, um, I used to work in a large office where you would see everybody, kind of like a cubicle type thing, but you would see everybody walking around. And on those days, when the red holiday cups came out, you always saw everybody walking in with their red cups and their little coffee holders and stuff like that. So that is one of the best times, I guess, to hit Starbucks for getting it unionized with everything that's happening. So... Um, so moving on from that, we will move on to some of the other news here. Let's see what we have here. Sheriff recruit. I don't know if everybody saw this with the sheriff's recruit that got hit by the SUV. It plowed into, um, several workers. Let me just get that up here. So, um, the sheriff recruits were running on the, on the, um, well, they were running through the neighborhood and. Someone drove their SUVs into them. So this is Sheriff Recruits. Hit by SUV. That's what we'll say. There we go. Two investigators started next... Sta two investigators stand next to what remains of the SUV that struck Los Angeles County Sheriff's Recruits in Wather Cliff Wednesday, November 16th. So basically, they were running, doing their, um, I guess, you know, their run for the day. And they were all usually go that route. So people are aware of them being there. And someone swerved and hit them with the SUV. But as of the latest, it's starting to be said that is actually, the, well, there was no alcohol involved or drugs or anything like that. That's the one thing that they discovered right away. And, um, you know... It's kind of like, uh, what do you call it? It's kind of like, um, 
what do you call it? It's kind of like, you know, there was no alcohol or anything like that. So it wasn't just like some crazy, like I drove off the side. But now they're saying they're pretty sure it was a deliberate act by the person in the SUV who decided. And the person actually lives in the area. So they would actually know about this um, daily run, if you will, that the recruits we usually do while they're out and getting their exercise or, you know, stuff for the day. So he plowed into them. I forgot. Um, where was it? I'm trying to see how many passed. I know there was a, there was like only a few. I think it was only a few. Several recruits in the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department were injured when a Honda SUV sit, hit a group of runners near the Sheriff's Training Academy in the Wyther area. Tragedy struck, said the Sheriff's. Um, during the conference on Wednesday, let's see, we got more here. The SUV was reportedly driven on the wrong side of the road and swerved into a group of 75 cadets running. According to the Los Angeles County Fire Department, 25 recruits were injured in the crash. All victims were taken to multiple hospitals in the area. Those with the worst injuries were taken to ICU in Urban Medical Center and San Francisco Medical Center. The driver identified as 22-year-old Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez of Diamond Bars was taken into custody near the scene Tuesday there he was a uh, Thursday I'm sorry Thursday he was arrested and booked on suspicions of attempted murder of the office peace officers sheriff's department has indicated that the act was most likely deliberate authorities said he was released due to the lack of evidence five people were in the critical condition four suffered moderate injuries and 14 suffered minor injuries firefighters reported the crash was reported by 6.30 a.m. near the Millis Avenue and Trumbull Street. The recruits are with class assignments to do the academy run in the morning when attacked. When asked if he had ever seen anything, oh, um, a local resident, when asked if he ever seen anything like this, said no. He only saw the all the people running um, every morning on their daily run, so pretty crazy act there if you will and okay here we go here's something interesting um alabama's fails to complete lethal injection for a third time alabama's straight up string of trouble lethal injections was worsened later this thursday as prison workers aborted another execution because of problems with intravenous lines in national group that attack that um track capital punishment said friday uncompleted execution of kennedy eugene smith was the state's second such incident of being unable to kill an inmate in the past two months and the third since 2018 the state completed an executive exec execution in july but only after a three-hour delay caused at the least portrayed by the problems in the iv lines a leader of the Death Penalty Information Center, an anti-death penalty group with a large data, um, database of people supporting them to go against the, leth um, the execution in 2016 with Ohio highest level camp injection because the workers can't find the veins. According to some of the deputies, directors of um, Washington-based group, the only lethal injection stopped before an inmate died also was in Ohio in 2009. So Alabama has been more 
abort about the lethal injection in the past few years than the rest of the country has overall. Something has obviously gone wrong with the state's execution procedures. I think Alabama clearly has something to explain to everyone as they have failed several times to put these injections, go forth with these injections. The Alabama Department of Corrections deputy that canceled was reflection of the problem and the in-state and blame running count of actions that canceled the prison efforts. So more and more of this can't be able to do the lethal injection type of deal there. It's quite a interesting thing. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know which side of the fence I actually fall on. I mean, I never had anyone really killed. You know, anybody close to me killed like that. So it's um, I don't know how I'd react if I'd want the person to suffer and you know receive the same fate or not fate or not. Um, I think it's a very touchy subject. Number one, because you know, um, you don't know if you're for or against it. I mean, a lot of times I think I'm for it because, you know, these people have done courageous crimes and, you know, they, they, number one, they need to be account, hold accountable for it. And, you know, here's this person's never going to be able to see their family or do anything or see a sunset ever again. And, you know, then this person just sits in jail and, you know, I know jail's not the greatest place in the world to be. I don't know by first hand, but from what you hear. And, um, you know, it's not some place you want to be spending quite a long time, I guess. But, um, you know, they're still seeing the sunset and enjoying some stuff, you know, when this stuff happens. So it's a pretty bizarre situation, if you will. Uh, what was this? Oh. I thought it was more about another shooting or something, but it's just a news break about the Colorado shooting, sorry. But anyway, getting back to the lethal injection deal, I don't know which side of the fence I'm on. Sometimes I'm on the fence for it, sometimes, I don't know. I think I'm more for it than anything. And also, it has to be according to the crime, too. The um, level of the crime or the level of the brutality and planning, definitely if it's a plan, I mean, if it's a spontaneous thing like a fight or something you know it's you know it's still something that's punishable of course but maybe it's just something that happened not you know like a planned thing i guess but like i said i guess i weigh more towards the death penalty than against it and also speaking of laws and death penalties and all that fun stuff and jail (laughs) the donald is running again so there's a lot of um, I, well, I, I don't know how to explain the Donald Trump supporters. They're quite, um, what do you call it? Um, they're, they're quite enthusiastic about their, their, their guy there, I guess you would say. And now I don't even know, is it a Republican thing or not? Because there's several Republicans that are against him as well now, so can't really say it's a Republican thing or it's a, you know, it's something that the Republicans are getting excited about because there's many Republicans who are against him, are uh, the uh, former 
mayor of New York over there, Mr. Giuliani. I don't know if it was his greatest choice because now he's in all kinds of trouble because of what happened with Donald and him trying to defend him and help him. I wonder where he lays on this side of the fence this time around. If he's thinking, you know, well, number one, I don't think he would go anywhere near this campaign right now, but is he thinking to sit back, relax, or is he, would he be even supportive of the Donald there as he runs for president again? And there's a lot of people that are for him or against him who say he will win again. I'm not too sure. I guess it's kind of an up-in-the-air thing, and we'll see what happens, but... I guess he's running again with the Republican on the Republican ticket. I didn't look that much into it to see, but I'm pretty sure he's running on the Republican ticket. So will he be there? Uh, oh, here we go. Trump faces potential fundraiser problems as he jumps, as many jump ship from his presidential runs. Former President Trump could face a surprise problem as he mounts his 2024 campaign as a cash crush as wealthy administrators are not willing to support him this time around. A loyal army of small dollar donors will power Trump's presidential bid, potentially making up for the exhaust of billions that were taken away from him as a lot of people do not want to support him. Trump's political uh, machine is starting off with a war chest of more than $110 million. Federal law preserves him from using most of that money for advice with the White House campaign. Meanwhile, Trump political commentaries are selling out huge sums on um, legal defense totaling that will only see likely to raise after the Department of Justice on Friday appointed a special counsel to oversee the problems into him. GOP um, bandit Trump billionaire Republican donors are splitting from Trump after the far below expectations of last week's midterm elections deals see him not being too much of a candidate hedge fund manager Ken Griffin, the second most popular political GPA donor of the midterm, said Tuesday that he would support dissents over Trump any day. Oh, so too. So like I said, a lot of the Republicans are not getting the, or Trump is not getting a, um, what you call it, the support of his, a lot of his Republican buddies over there. So I guess he's fighting a little uphill battle there. I'm pretty sure a lot of the Small people will donate to him and try to help him out. As there is many Trump supporters across the country still. So it will be the little man he will be relying on to get him into office. Quite a shift from last time. And also, and another thing I wanted to touch in the news. I don't know if you're a fan or not of Jay Leno. I, when he was doing the Tonight Show, he was good. He was decent. Wasn't amazing or anything like that, but he was a good guy. Um, I enjoyed him as host. Uh, a lot of people did not, but now that he has moved on from The Tonight Show, as everybody knows, and he is doing his car show on YouTube. I think it's on um, Discovery or one of those channels as well, but I don't really watch it on there. I usually watch it on YouTube, but very interesting. He's an interesting guy. 
seems to be a very nice guy and helpful to a lot of people that work for him and different people that are around the community as he helped out one I seen one show where he helped out a war veteran who was in need and got them a car so seems to be a pretty cool charitable guy nice guy and he's always interesting to listen to especially when he interacts with different people who bring the cars on his show and very big into car enthusiasm but he's in the hospital right now suffering from um, burns to his hands and face he was under a car doing something and the car caught on fire and when he was pulled out they think it's um, second to third degree burns that he has suffered from the actual um, fire after they pulled him out he is in a burn unit in the hospital his wife is by his side and they said he is gearing up for some surgeries to um, help him with the burns hopefully hopefully he has a full recovery and you know all his all our best to him and his family as they go through the situation right now it's pretty you know horrific I saw one picture of him in some kind of like um chamber with his hands all bandaged up and he was talking to somebody raising his hand so I guess that's a good sign to see him actually moving and doing stuff instead of just laying there and um you know it's guess it's a little sh a little ray of hope for, for him and his family so all the best to Mr. Jay Leno there for a good, fast, and full recovery from your recent accident there, sir. Hopefully you recover and do well. So, we are done with going over all the craziness and weirdness and stuff that's going on in the news. Um, this week coming is Thanksgiving, so we talked about eating with Thanksgiving last week. Um, maybe after Thanksgiving, the Sunday show after Thanksgiving, we'll talk about... A little bit of what we're thankful for, I guess. Do a little segment on that before we go into the health. But this week, I wanted to speak about health. Um, I have several people in the family who suffer from health issues. Diabetes, gout, um, heart disease, whatnot. And I just find it, you know, what do you call it? Uh, it's really hard for some people to say, I'm not going to eat that because of the issue I have. Um... I, I'm on the healthier side of things, and I try to not eat the stuff that would bring on the issues of health in the first place. I mean, everybody has a different um, outlook on dieting and eating and stuff like that, I guess. So it's always interesting to see who and what and why someone would do what they do or go towards what they go towards. Um, diabetic people eating stuff that is sugar or stuff that can turn into sugar in the bloodstream um that's their um Achilles heel if you will so that is something I mean I can't comprehend it because I know I'm the type of person that knows if this is going to cause something I would either eat it every now and then or in moderate or try to stay away from it completely for the most part um I have cut many things out of my diet that I kind of liked eating before just because health issues, I want to be here for my son and my family, of course. So I want to be here for many years, as much as I can, to see him grow and to see what happens. And, um, you know, be there to support him. So definitely, I keep try to keep myself on the healthier side of things. So it just, it little boggles my mind, I guess, a little bit to see people that just, you know, 
have a total disregard for their health and just eat whatever. Um, I know it's, I've seen many people, I had a, I worked at a place with a guy who was diabetic and he was on an insulin pump to the point where he was on an insulin pump connected to his body because he just couldn't say no to the food, I guess. And um, it's just a really, I don't know, it's, it's hard for someone who does what I, you know, who thinks of food in the way I do or the way of health as I do. It's kind of hard for someone like me to comprehend someone that just can't say, you know what? pushing myself away from the table i'm not going to eat this because it will definitely do something to me so i just i don't know i can't comprehend that so people while you're eating your thanksgiving dinner and your regular meals throughout the week please think about what you're eating and putting into your body because this is your health not only is it your health because once you go into this and, you know, you eat the things you're not supposed to and the health issues do come. It is quite expensive health care. So you're talking about quite a plight on your pocket and as your family as well because they have to flip the bill for all this. So, I mean, if something happens and, you know, it just happens, it's not any fault of your own. You know, it's hard as well because you got to spend money to be healthy, but it's a little more understandable when you can actually prevent it and you don't it's a little more like hey what's happening here so i don't know people this i guess just watch what you're inputting into your body and putting on your body as well because there's many products deodorants and toothpaste and powders and stuff that carry um carcinogens and stuff that causes cancer that we just shouldn't be putting on our bodies i guess i'm just saying try to go a little natural if you will so that is my thoughts on the health of today so we are ending the show with a call of action as we usually do please rate review and subscribe to help the podcast you can find this podcast on anchor spotify google pod and all and where you find all your favorite podcasts i am your host leroy and thank you for listening please join us every sunday as we did a little brief of the news for the week remember it's always on sunday not a pacific time but definitely before monday Thank you so much for listening. Have a great, great week, everybody.